Greetings to everyone around the world and a warm welcome to another special edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas. This time I'm re-releasing another important interview that originally aired in 2014, five years ago. With Jeffrey Epstein being the tip of the iceberg of a global network of satanic pedophiles, I'm re-releasing interviews that perhaps many did not pay attention to before. But all of a sudden, there is so much interest for this information that most are finally realizing this is no longer conspiracy theory, but conspiracy fact. It's important to mention that one of our guests and the person who saved Kathy O'Brien's life by rescuing her, Mark Phillips, passed away on September the 6th, 2017. From Kathy O'Brien's words, Mark dedicated his life and ultimately his vast knowledge of intelligence, level mind sciences, to the reclamation and preservation of free thought. His noble purpose leaves me free to carry on his legacy as a shining example of the positive impact he made on and for the lives of so many in this world. Love lives on in the light of truth. Thank you, Mark, for the greatest gift anyone can give, a good and lasting memory. Kathy O'Brien Phillips. And before we revisit this interview, let me add something that you need to know. First, a big thanks to Alexandra Bruce, one of our listeners, for referring me to the following information. You may have seen two paintings that were found in Jeffrey Epstein's Manhattan mansion. One is of President Bill Clinton wearing a blue dress. The other is of President George W. Bush sitting on the floor, playing with paper planes and falling Jenga blocks. Listen carefully. A Bodell, B-O-D-E-L, I believe that's how you pronounce it, is usually a young Israeli, often a student, engaged as a gopher by the Mossad after a thorough check and confirmation of his Jewish parentage and background. His job is to run errands and perform chores for the Mossad agents when required. He is prohibited from asking any questions and is only given any necessary information on a need-to-know basis. In return, he is allowed to live without paying any rent in a Mossad safe house. The Bodell is not allowed to bring friends into the safe house, and when visiting agents move in, he has to move out. However, he can be retained to do the shopping, cleaning, and laundry. Epstein worked for Mossad. Monica Lewinsky was his Bodell. When Bill Clinton was POTUS, USIC was actively looking for an Israel spy in the White House. Lewinsky was the spy. Epstein got her in. This painting is a trophy of what he viewed as his biggest operational win. And regarding Bush's painting, this is another painting or trophy from Jeffrey Epstein's collection. Two paper airplanes and fallen Jenga blocks. Does that remind you of anything? Yes, again, another trophy for the next big operational win. It's alleged to represent Dubia's complicity in 9-11. And by the way, for those who don't know, Dubia is a nickname for the 43rd president of the United States, George W. Bush. It's based on that middle initial W, used to differentiate him from his equally, quote-unquote, presidential father of the same name. I am told his father, President George Herbert Walker Bush, and Senator John McCain, were both put to death after a military tribunal found them guilty of multiple charges. 
part of the agreement was that if they pleaded guilty to all the charges, they would keep their dignity and legacy, which they did. There will be more to come. Also expect a public trial with John Brennan. And that's all I was told for now. But more on that on a future installment. It is up to you what you do with this information. As of right now, Epstein's death has been ruled a suicide by hanging. I still believe that as much as I believe Osama bin Laden was buried in the Arabian Sea. Enough of this introduction. Let's revisit this important interview with Kathy O'Brien and the late Mark Phillips. And to listen to the full interview, you know what to do. Go to veritasradio.com and subscribe. You'll receive your login immediately. Thank you. And you all know that one of our mottos on this program we call Veritas, which, as you know, means truth in Latin, is that the truth will set us free. Tonight's interview will send shivers down your spine, especially if you still believe in the illusion of government, of the two-party system, and the notion that your government representatives have your best interest at heart. We have two very special guests tonight. We have a survivor of... CIA MK Ultra mind control victimization via Project Monarch and what she experienced behind the scenes as a White House and Pentagon mind control slave. Also, we have the person who is responsible for essentially saving Kathy's life and her daughter Kelly. Usually I read a bio for each person, but I would rather have them both introduce themselves and give us some background. They have authored two books, Transformation of America, The True Life Story of a CIA Mind Control Slave, and Access Denied for Reasons of National Security. I would like to welcome Kathy O'Brien and Mark Phillips. Welcome to Veritas. It's a pleasure to be speaking with both of you, Kathy and Mark. It's our pleasure as well. Thank you. Thank you. Well, why don't we start from the beginning? I received your two books a few weeks ago, and I've heard about your story many, many years ago. But it wasn't until recently that we finally converged and we scheduled this interview. So I hope that we can accomplish something. We can tell everybody who listens to us the truth about what you went through. What you went through. This is not science fiction. This is not speculation. This is something that continues to happen to this day. It has been happening for decades. And I suspect that since 1947, since the establishment of the CIA, this has been happening. And I also suspect that when Project Paperclip came along, this reinforced all of this. Why don't we start with you, Kathy? Tell us a little bit about you and what you went through, and then we will proceed with Mark. By the way, I know, Mark, that you went through an oral procedure, so you may not be as active as in other interviews, so I appreciate your presence here today. Contribute something that will help a listener understand what they're hearing. Great, Kathy. Well, I'm I'm extremely fortunate to have survived the CIA MK Ultra mind control victimization that um, that I endured uh, throughout my life. I was um, born into a multi generational incest based family, and that made me a prime candidate for mind control. And this was back in 1957, and the government at that time was taking the Hitler-Himmler research on mind control and um, 
creating a, a stronger formula that they were bringing into the United States. And as you mentioned on Project Paperclip, it brought in the Nazi and fascist scientists. And so they took that information from them and they realized that children like myself who were sexually abused would be prime candidates for mind control. That thrust me into um, the mind control project. I was raised in it throughout my my whole um, life, my young life, and um, went on to work a White House Pentagon level. It gave me a lot of insight into government operations, and I was extremely fortunate to have survived that when Mark Phillips, who um, saw what was happening to my daughter and I, was able to take us from that situation and um, take us to safety where I was able to recover my mind and memory. I'm extremely fortunate to have survived, and I'm especially fortunate to have healed because these days people are beginning to realize the reality and the magnitude of mind control in our society. It is a sliding scale from the kind of robotic mind control that I experienced to um, really even information control that everybody's experiencing through our controlled medias. Our military is coming home PTSD'd and, and seeking to regain control over their minds and lives, and mind control being used as a top-secret weapon system and used on our military makes it extremely pervasive, not only um, on a government level and on a military level and intelligence level, but it's beginning to affect all levels of society. So this is a time, I think, now that people need some solutions. And because Mark handed those solutions to me and I was able to heal, I look forward to uh, sharing the, the methods that he, that he taught me for healing. And um, he taught me early on, too, to voice no negative without a solution. So for as horrific as the information is on mind control, we're definitely going to be talking about solutions, too. Certainly, certainly. And I like to go in chronological order. And as you mentioned, you came from a family where there was a multi-generation, you know, incest, uh, pedophilia, and so on. Can you take us back in time as to how it happened and how your own father, when he was discovered to be conducting all these degenerate practices, he essentially sold you to our own government. Yes, he did. At the time that uh, the CIA was interested in perpetuating mind control and bringing it into um, the next level of, of control of the individual, but a society as a whole, the local politician in our area at that time was uh, Gerald Ford. And this is the same Gerald Ford that went on to become U.S. president. The unelected, unelected, unelected yes. Yes, unelected president. And um, my father was caught sending pornography, pornography of me through the U.S. mails when I was just a, a, a young child. And instead of being prosecuted for being caught with that child pornography, he was offered immunity from prosecution if he would agree to sell me into MK Ultra Mind Control. And he did. He was, he was pleased to think that the government condoned child abuse and went on to have um, more kids to raise in the project as well. So there are seven of us kids in all. 
but I was the one that um, was conditioned from uh, early childhood and um, and programmed on various NASA and military installations um, to be used on the level that I was because as Ford's political career escalated, so too did my victimization and mind control. How can you still be so sane and so eloquent in sharing all these stories? Because after reading all of what you went through, but just one or those two stories will be enough to send somebody over the proverbial cliff. How do you become, how do you become so sane afterwards? Well, it, it absolutely did send me over the proverbial cliff. I suffered from uh, what is now termed dissociative identity disorder. It was formally termed multiple personality right. disorder. And multiple personality disorder is not a proper um, terminology. It's a misnomer because I didn't have numerous personalities. I had one personality that was just totally shattered and compartmentalized. And this dissociative identity disorder is, um, it makes for... Um, Fragmentation. It does, and, and easy, and heightened suggestibility for mind control purposes. So when it was known that I had been sexually abused from birth and that I was used in child pornography um, as well, then I would be a prime candidate for it. Because what happens is it's like the, the conscious mind com automatically compartmentalizes abuse so the rest of the mind can function normally. It's a function of our brain that automatically goes into um, action whether we deem it um, abuse or not. I mean, as an as a infant, I certainly couldn't think to know that what my father was doing was wrong, and I couldn't make any judgment on that. However, that did have a... Um, enough of an effect on my brain for my brain to respond and compartmentalize that memory and repress it. And that um, eventually erodes away conscious thought because on a subconscious level, there's no ability to reason or consciously comprehend. There's no concept of time. There's um, um, a suggestibility level that's so heightened that when... Um, that a person will do exactly what they're told to do. And as my conscious mind was being fragmented further and further, my subconscious mind was left wide open to be um, easily led, eventually programmed to carry out various government operations. And that um, very clean formula for mind control is once it's understood and having learned the ins and outs of my own brain and mind through what Mark taught me and writing out memory, I was able to apply those healing techniques and actually heal from the, the incomprehensible tortures and trauma of my existence under mind control and um, do it in a very... Uh, precise way and once I was once I remembered all the things that I was supposed to forget I was able to then choose to move forward in my life in a positive way and since the 1947 National Security Act has been invoked on our case then 
Um, there's no court justice, you know, and I have found that a judge banging a gavel was not going to be justice for what I experienced. What I witnessed that the government was doing to the whole population and what the global plan was for using mind control, having witnessed all that was, was so horrific that the only thing that could possibly be a justice for that is to be able to raise awareness and bring this information to light not only on mind control because knowledge is our only defense against mind control, but for the healing methods as well. And as people are applying to themselves those healing methods that Mark taught me, which are detailed in our, our book, Access Denied for Reasons of National Security, we're hearing from people all over the world who are healing with that information and reclaiming control over their minds and their lives. That is an ultimate justice. It's turning the whole negative of my past into a positive that's affecting others for generations to come. And that is a very strong reason for me to be um, sane and happy celebrating every day that I am free to speak out and um, expose this criminal activity that's going on right in, right in plain sight. You know, I remember back in 1982, the news of uh, Johnny Gosh, who was abducted while doing his Sunday morning paper route. Well, of course, his mother thought he was dead, but over a decade later, he showed up with two of his handlers, knocked on the door, and the mother opened the door, and she could not believe what she saw, but he just came to say, Mom, I'm okay, I'm okay, and he just went back to the car and left. But essentially, once you are mind-controlled, which was used to be a term that you couldn't use, and I think the two of you have put this term back on the radar, uh, back then people would think that was just a science fiction term. But once you are mind-controlled, you are basically programmed to do as they wish. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. But mind-controlled, you know, as you may or may not know, has been around since the dawn of man. Uh, the formula. Yes. Trauma-based mind control had been found uh, in caves and pictorials that are thousands of years old, and they are precisely correct on exactly what the formula is. The Egyptian Book of the Dead even outlines that's right uh, mind control. But uh, in 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 the in the cases nowadays, and that's one of the reasons that I got involved with Kathy is because they were using trauma-based mind control on her. And that is uh, just, uh, it was so far away from a reality for me, I had a great difficulty in understanding how these individuals were, were even operating um, as heads of state and uh, heads of uh, government, um, because that is insane. Uh, the fact remains is mind control can be can be done quite benevolently, if you want to call it that. Uh, and absolute mind control can be done that same way. Um, and it's it's done through technologies, uh, technologies that that have been around since, well, since the '60s. That's as far back as I could go. But um, in, in Kathy's case, they had been using trauma-based mind control. Now her daughter was a different story. They were using um, they were using technology as well as trauma on her. Uh, which. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats. 
downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.